Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers take a tough loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, but they're at least competitive. That said, we need more from Anthony Davis, period. Yes, the Lakers missed 16 straight three-pointers down the stretch of the game. Yes, they're shooters, right? Malik Monk, one of seven from three-point range. Wayne Ellington, one of seven from three-point range. Carmelo Anthony, two of eight from three-point range. 18 combined missed three-pointers from your three best shooters is not normally going to work out very well on the road. And yet, the Lakers still had opportunities to win. And they were within close enough, you know, their arms reach, especially Taylor Horton Tucker's wingspan-wise, arms reach of the box late and you just I can't help but look at the stats and I, I can't help but look at the box score and see Giannis go for 47 points nine rebounds three assists a steal a block eight of 11 from the uh, free throw line three or four from three-point range isn't going to happen every night uh, but 18 of 23 from the field just mercilessly attacking the rim on the Lakers and at some time, and at some points, just knocking Anthony Davis off his spot. And then you look over at Anthony Davis's line: eighteen points, nine of fifteen from the field, zero for one from three-point range, zero free throws attempted. Which, yeah, there were a couple calls that he got jobbed on, but still, when you shoot as often from the mid-range as he does, you're not going to get to the free throw line. Uh, nine boards, four assists, a couple blocks. You know, it's 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 fine if you're like a, a, an average starting power forward in the NBA. Not if you're trying to make the case as one of the five or ten best players in the league. That can't happen. And especially when the guy opposite you takes that matchup so personally. Like in games where Giannis and AD match up against each other, Giannis loves beating the crap out of AD. He loves it. He looks forward to it. And and I just think, you know, AD in this one played kind of soft. And AD the last couple games played kind of soft. Yes, he knocks down mid-range jumpers, and that's cool to see. But that can't be the foundation of his game. It can't be. He's just not as impactful a player if that's how he's approaching offense uh and and you know hopefully when lebron gets back uh lebron will will find better ways to get ad going and then also lebron getting back and being better on defense than the guys that ad has been carrying on that side of the court to this point will mean that ad has a little bit more energy on the other side of the court but but still, just in general, he just he loves those mid-range jumpers. And on nights where he's good at them, they certainly are still two points. But there is something to be said about and one dunks and going down there. And I hell, when was the last time we saw AD pick up a charge? Or, or you know, he, I think he had one last game, but a charge where like he is in the post. And he turns, and that elbow meets some defender in the chest to the point where 
that defender no longer wants to put his chest in anywhere that AD's elbow can reach them. Like, I grew up watching Shaq, and, and sometimes Shaq would pick up an offensive foul on purpose just because he wanted to let those guys know, look, if you are going to get a charge on me, you're going to freaking earn it. And no, AD is not Shaq in, in really any way, uh, especially physically. Like Those guys are just completely different people, obviously. But also in terms of mentality, like AD, AD has the skill set to be a number one guy. AD has uh, the skill set to, to, to carry a franchise, but he doesn't have the mentality. Not right now. Not, especially not on nights where he's facing off against Giannis. All right, I want to spend some time here on the positive side of this game because there are some. Look, being that kind of competitive against the reigning champions without LeBron James means you did at least a couple things right. And one thing that it really seems that the Lakers did right is A, drafting Taylor Horton Tucker, developing Taylor Horton Tucker with the help of Phil Handy, and then investing in Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, this dude, at least right now, appears to be the real deal and has some clear ways that he can continue to get better. Tonight, he goes for 25 points, 12 boards, 3 assists, 2 steals, a block, uh, <laughs> 9 of 18 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3-point uh, range, 4 of 4 from the free throw line, actually getting to the free throw line, unlike some uh, other players on the team. And and good Lord, man. I, I will happily... I. I'm, it's not to say that I didn't like Taylor Horton Tucker on the team I, or, or as a player. I was certainly lower than some others uh, who, who watched this team. And I will happily see that me being like lower, slightly lower than other people on Taylor Horton Tucker, I will happily be hilariously wrong on that front. This dude's legit, man, at least so far. In his first three games since coming back from uh, that thumb surgery, he has been an injection of energy and and hope, quite frankly, uh, into this Lakers team that desperately needed it. And and he has immediately made a, a pretty sizable difference to the team. Uh, and 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 I, I hope, by the way, that like Frank Vogel said after the game, he wouldn't commit to Taylor Horton Tucker uh, joining the starting lineup or staying in the starting lineup whenever LeBron comes back. Uh, that's pretty much in line with Frank Vogel's approach to everything when it comes to the starting lineup. He doesn't like giving stuff like that away, so that didn't necessarily surprise me. But THT uh, absolutely belongs with the starters. Starters should be Russ, THT, LeBron, uh, Melo for right now, Ariza, hopefully whenever he gets back, and AD. That's your starting lineup. That's it. Uh, and, and yes, like Mello gives up some stuff on defense and yes, THT, uh, gives up a little bit of defense to D Avery Bradley, but he gives you so much more offensively than Bradley does that it is more than made up for. Uh, and, and, and yeah, like you, you want to be able to maintain some kind of a second unit and yes, Taylor Horton Tucker will help that second unit or would help that second unit. But I think you, sta you, you, you stagger Russ, you stagger LeBron, uh, and, and you make it work however you can while keeping THT in that starting group. You have to reward guys for playing the right way, 
And to this point, in terms of the way that Vogel expects role players to play on both sides of the ball, uh, THT has, has more than done enough to make that case for himself. He needs to be in the starting lineup, period. Uh, and, and while I understand Vogel playing coy here because he doesn't want to give anything away to Boston or any future team, if LeBron comes back, Talon has to start, flat out. Shouts to Talon, man. Well done. Speaking of that matchup against Boston, hopefully it'll be LeBron's first game back from injury with this ab strain, uh, and hopefully he can he can stay healthy. These core injuries make me a little nervous because it is kind of the foundation for the rest of the body. You know, it's basically feet and core. Those are the two spots that you don't really want to mess with if you're a professional athlete. Uh, so hopefully he's able to go. And hopefully he feels comfortable out there. And if everything goes to plan, the Lakers should probably be favorites in Boston. Uh, Boston hasn't lit the world on fire so far. We just saw this Lakers team be competitive against Milwaukee, even without LeBron. So hopefully if he's back, the Lakers can get themselves a, a nice win in the, 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 the worst city on the face of the planet. <laughs> I'm kidding. I really enjoyed my time about. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that on a Lakers pod. Uh, and by the way, so at the last five minutes of of the Milwaukee game, I was live in the pressure cooker. And while normally I won't do Friday night shows in the pressure cooker uh, because it's my Friday night, it's the beginning of my weekend, and I need to be able to separate life and work. In this case, Lakers Celtics. LeBron's first game back. Lakers need a win. Celtics need a win. The, the the scene is set for what should be a fun competitive game, and I want to watch it with my friends. And y'all are my friends. So let's go ahead and watch that together. That's on the pressure cooker. That's everywhere that you can follow Silver Screen and Roll. Facebook, YouTube, my personal uh, Facebook page, my personal Twitter page, uh, Silver Screen and Roll's Twitter page, all of that good stuff is right there to where we can uh, to we can watch that the last five minutes of that game together until then i'm anthony irwin saying have a good one